Disobedience, my little deviants. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the goop that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every This month's full bonus episode discusses Paco Plaza's Veronica from 2017 with my good buddy James from Night Shift Video, good old Jimothy from NSV13, Night Shift Video, all those things. He's the nightest, the shiftiest of all the videos, and it's available right now on patreon.com slash horrorsoup. Kim, don't check it out right now. We're not at the time of this recording, but at the time of this release, it's out. It, it'll be out. It'll be it, when this is out. It'll be out. It, it's available right now. Right now. I, I, just, I just checked it. Right now. She, she checked it right now. I'm, she checked it. She checked I'm it. I'm sorry. Right now, it's, it's it's here, it's here, it's here. It's here. I, I'm I'm Caleb. I'm here. Kim's here. I'm James. K- James is here. No, I'm James. James. Hi, James. James is here. James. 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 It's me and James. What's up, James? You know, how's it going, my dude? It's been a good. It's been a good. Like you know, I've just been like real copacetic. <laughs> you know, what about you? About around yeah. here, Brotato? Oh, uh, you know, I've been I've been chilling out. Uh, you know, in yeah. a lot of corn. <laughs> I've been uh, going to cornfields, standing the corn like this. Oh like, yeah. You know, just like living my best life, you know, yeah, yeah. doing my thing on the sh- on the shift of the night. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah. Got my friend Cleveland in there. Okay. You know, coming in. Guy's kind of a dick, but I let him hang around. You know. Yeah. Okay. It's chill. It's chill. Yeah, it's chill over yeah, in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, dude. You know, I love having Kentucky guests on the show, so we could really get like a good a good image of Kentucky bros. You know, Kentucky bros broing down. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Kentucky needs representation. You know, we've been saying it for years, you know? And, you know, that's why we're covering these movies, because Amityville, Kentucky needs some more representation, you know? Like, every Amityville mm-hmm. movie is based in Kentucky, and not a lot of people know that. You took the words out of my mouth. Everybody thinks Ocean Avenue's in Long Island, New York, for whatever fucking yeah, reason. No. It's not true. No. It's not true. No. Literally, Kentucky. Kentucky. Maybe study a map. Maybe, like... Go out sometime, you know? Or do something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, be a little bit more cultured. But Shout out Kentucky. That's just our advice. Shout out. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? KY. Right, KY, Kim. yours and mine. Okay. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> so, Kim, you had something you wanted to talk about before we get into this? Yeah, I do. And I'm just going to pull it up. So, you guys know the last episode that Caleb and I covered together was not Amityville. Yeah, it was not really Amityville, but. I guess, quote unquote, in the universe, kind of, it was The Conjuring. And, you know, most of our discussion, right, was like we realized, okay, The Conjuring is actually not that great. And most of you agreed, you know, in the comments for the post Kayla made, most of you guys were like, yeah, I rewatched this. It sucked. Like, I'd say like 90%. Yeah, you guys summed it up. Yeah, 90%. And then like, I don't know, like two days after the post, I see a notification come through. Like one person commented on Horror Soup. Jolly J916, our boy Koch, responded, Still one of my favorite modern horror movies. Juan knew how to use terror effectively. Like Hereditary, it's 
a masterpiece. Yeah. And I just want to say, Koch. Koch, you can suck a piece of shit right out of my ass. Yeah. Koch, we're done, man. Like, this is, <laughs> this is like, this is the lowest you've gone. Like, it's, it's not really even the conjuring it's just like it's like the cherry on top of everything else yeah it's yeah it's hell house over tarantino and now this it's like that was a lot it was so much that was a lot i'm still not over that i'm still it's it's like Koch. you knew that this would get out get to us so you waited two days to Wait, post that kim did you listen to the mirrors 2 episode <laughs> with brie yes did you so you heard about that augustine guy toward the end right that just rates everything yes. five stars oh, aside from everything. like two yes, things. I think that's what Koch is. He's trying to be another fucking Augustine. I think so. And I think he knows it's like a dagger in our heart sometimes. And he like twists it. Like mm-hmm. he's twisting the knife so like blatantly. And I just, I had to call it out, Koch. I will talk about it in, in Discord, but it needed to be said. And now you all know Jolly J. He's not as jolly when it comes to these reviews. No, he's a little, um, he's kind of a problem sometimes, you know? He's kind of an issue. <laughs> he's a, he's an issue when it comes to these reviews. What are we going to do about I think we have to have an intervention. I think we have to have an intervention. <laughs> Wait, Kim, it sounds like we're, like, plotting to take care of him. <laughs> what are we going to do about this guy? <laughs> jo- Jolly Jay gets removed from all of, all of our posts somehow. <laughs> Can you imagine? Someone has a true crime case on, on us, and it's like, yeah, they killed him because they were really mad about his movie <laughs> review. The horror soup murders. Dude, God's just gonna listen to this because he'd be like, wait a second, what's going on? We no- we never hear from Koch again. He's like, what the fuck? He goes MIA for a while. He's like, I don't really know about these guys. Oh man. Anyway, Koch, we love you, but you're kind of just you're really going off lately and it's it's getting really hard to defend you, is what we're getting to. Yeah, we're we're just concerned, okay? We're just concerned. It's not what you say, it's how you said it. All right, but Kim, you had some stuff to talk about. I have some stuff to talk about. Did you see the new Amityvilles that were added into the mix? What the fuck do you mean, did I see? You texted them to me. Of course I fucking saw them, you asshole. I didn't text you all of them. I texted you the ones I was really oh interested my f- in. <laughs> Okay, so we wait, have... Wait, wait, wait. So you just had the nerve to go off on Koch, and then you you segue into this shit? Look, this is so different. We can't control this. Koch can control what he's doing. These are happening whether we like it or not. We can control. We can just we can just stop. Anyway, we don't have to anyway, go through anyway, with anyway, this. Anyway, anyway. Amityville Bigfoot. Amityville Clown. <laughs> Amityville Exorcist. Amityville Germany. Exorcist? Amityville. Germany? That doesn't even make sense. What? That doesn't even make sense. Amityville in another country? Germany? Germany. (laughs) This is going too far. Amityville Ghost. Amityville Shark House. They're just they're just literally picking anything. And my most and my most anticipated. Amityville Thanksgiving. I've been saying we need more Thanksgiving horror movies, and now we're getting both an Amityville and a Thanksgiving movie. That's everything I've ever wanted in life, really. But are you telling me that how many is that? Like eight titles? Um, one. They just they just casually just just added eight more titles over the last day to the Amityville universe. It's been over like the past two weeks, but like seven, six or seven. (laughs) I can like I I I can and I will not do this. 
I'm stopping at 31. That's what I committed to. It's on no record. No way, Kim. You said in the last episode, you're here for the long shot. We have it on recording. The people are going to riot if you try to leave. Cool. Fucking riot. In fact, go to Caleb's house, throw some fucking stones, beat his ass. Kim, by 31, we're living together. No, at 31, I'm passing the torch to someone no, else. No, at 31, we are living together in the you know Amityville what? house. And we're committing. At 31... At 31, you and Koch, you and Jolly J no. should start reviewing it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't need to be around that, you know? like Koch, Koch would be like five stars. Yeah, no, here's the thing. I get pissed at you doing these half a stars on some of the ones that don't deserve half a star, but if I get him giving five stars to everything, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm gonna, I need some, like, at least, like, some everything. moderate sanity, you know? He would give everything five stars. It'd be so ridiculous. I can't be here for that. I can't be here for more than 31. I can barely be here for 31. Let alone, they just, they live, that's eight more titles. We're, we're not even a month in, technically, yet into this year. And there are, like, ten new Amityville about. You know, but when I look at it, I've watched, uh, what, like, so far this year, I have watched 33 movies. And I think only one of them has been Amityville. So, you know what, I could fit a few Amityvilles into the roster. I don't, I don't like where this is going. Anyway. That's all I can say. This Amityville, I can't fit into my <laughs> roster. I wish I didn't. This being the first Amityville I watched this year makes me so upset. Bad. This is a bad way to kick off the Amityville year. <laughs> this is the worst possible way. So far, okay, I think we're 13 in, including The Conjuring. This, yeah. Kim, uh, handshake right now, this is the worst Amityville we've ever seen. Handshake, handshake. Like... I don't, and that this what's scary is I don't think this is gonna be the worst. No, but it's it's so really far it is the worst. It's worse than curse. And Caleb, let's level set with the listeners because like we say this has been really fucking bad. We say this is the worst for a few of them. Let's. How would you level set how bad this one is so that the viewers can get some sort of idea? Let me give you a rundown. This movie was an hour and forty minutes, and I thought it was four hundred minutes long. Yeah, I texted Caleb before because I watched it a little bit before he did. And I was like, hey, like, just so you know, at like the 45 minute mark, it's going to feel like you watch it for three hours. At the 20 minute mark, I felt like I was watching this for two hours. I was like, oh, there's 20 minutes left of this, right? Like, it's just slow and nothing happened has happened so far. And then I look at the fucking timestamp and I had an hour and 20 minutes left and it continued to do nothing for that hour and 20 now minutes. Now that I'm thinking about it, the runtime on this was an hour and 39. And I'm like, how did they make the, like, what did they do over the hour and 39? Like, I can only think of like Kim, 30 minutes worth of content that happened. This movie doesn't have a plot. <laughs> it doesn't have a story. It just mm -hmm. has dialogue. It is pure dialogue and nothing else. It has a slight story, but it's fucking stupid. What's the plot of this? The plot of, do we give it away now? <laughs> what is... The affiliation to Amityville, first off. Second off, what is the plot? So Amityville affiliation, that didn't make a fucking lot of sense to me. The movie starts going, hey, Ronald DeFeo existed. And that was mm. it. And that oh, was immediately when right. I realized that this movie would have no affiliation to anything Amityville, besides being at Amityville, like in the city of Amityville. In the city of Amityville. Yeah, it didn't have any affiliation to like the Amityville Horror House. But the plot of the movie was that... <laughs> These people, the main girl's parents, like, own this theater, and it was built upon these catacombs that were haunted. So the city decided every year, rather than a bunch of people dying in these, like, haunted catacombs, just to sacrifice six people. 
once a year. Oh, you wanted to, oh, you went that far. Six people end up in the theater, aka these six fucking stu- kids. Okay, I guess you're right. I didn't think we were there, gonna go that there's far. There's a plot, but it makes no fucking sense. Why are there catacombs in Amityville? We're not in fucking Paris. I didn't think we were gonna spoil the whole six person sacrifice thing, but honestly, that's fine because it yeah. takes them an hour and 35 minutes to explain that. So, and it really doesn't matter when it gets to it anyway. That's the point of this. I guess the whole movie is just trying to get to that, but all they're doing is talking the whole time, and there's this dude, Kyle, just fucking (laughs) ripping one-liners after one-liner. And he's, like, super horny and, like, super aggressive, like, teenager. His name's Kyle. kind of scary. That's all we have to say. His name's Kyle. But, okay, I guess before we get into it, I don't have much to say, but it's written by John R. Walker and Steve Hardy. (laughs) <laughs> almost uh, for a second i was like oh steve harvey right huh steve harvey wrote this steve harvey <laughs> could you imagine how much better this would have been if steve harvey wrote it so if steve harvey wrote this this would have been so much better <laughs> but this guy steve hardy he just works with john r walker and john r walker is the director in this but he's also an actor in get this four other amityville movies after this one which ones not off the top of my head i think it's like toy box I was say, Toy Box is coming up, so we're going to see him soon. Yeah, I've already watched Toy Box. Toy Box fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. Is it worse than this? It's the one that I watched when I told you that you shouldn't be excited for the rest of... But is it worse than this? One of the Amityvilles that just got announced, he's an actor in. Amityville Exorcist. He's acting in one of the ones that just got announced. Again, how are you going to combine one horror movie with another? Like, Amityville Exorcist... Like this- <laughs> He's an actor in Amityville in the Hood, which, by the way, I looked into that, and it is completely written by very white people. Like, they look like they're in Limp Biscuit. So that kind of disappoints me. Yeah, that's upsetting. You can't, How are you going to write Amityville in the Hood and, like, not be from Compton? Yeah, I think it has, like, a 1.3 on IMDb or something like that. This one had a 1.9, so that's okay. not good. Okay, okay, so a little better. Um, He's also in Amityville Hex. Oh, I, did, I do remember that title. And Amityville Clown House. Is that the new one, or is it Amityville Clowns the new one? Clown is the new one. Oh, no, Clown House is out, because I saw Clown House on Tubi. Gosh, so fucking stupid. And I think he was also in, he was in, yeah, he was in this one as well. He looks kind of like he might have been. See the surveyor at the beginning? Ah, uh, maybe. Let me see, let me see. Victor Stewart. Let me see if it shows a picture of Victor Stewart. It doesn't. I have no idea. Doesn't matter. Interesting. Um, anyway, he's also in an episode of Shameless as Sex Attacker, and this is the first movie that he's ever directed. He also directed Ouija Geist. Ouija Geist? Which is very hard to say because I don't know when you look at like when you look at Ouija on its own, it's 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 a Ouija board with poltergeist. It's Ouija Geist. It's hard to like say when it's all one word because it's like Ouija, Ouija you know, you say Ouija differently and obviously everyone knows how to fucking say it. But when you look at it with the Geist next to it, it made it like really hard for me to say it out loud. Like comprehend how to say it. Yeah, it's like, why would those two words ever be together? But okay, he also made 5G zombies. And the description for this is, hold on. The human race struggles to survive as governments have conspired to turn the citizens of the world into zombies via their new 5G cell service. (laughs) Somehow still sounds better than like every Amityville title we've read. Maybe. Okay. 5G zombies. Interesting. 
So you're talking about a really accredited director here, like Tarantino status. Yes, not to mention he's also attached to some other Amityvilles by either doing camera or camera work. I almost said Camityville. <laughs> camera work being an assistant director getting thanks or like something else and he's an axmas 3 hmm. santa insane axmas axmas 3 santa insane these are interesting titles yeah santa insane is just something that i feel like a preschooler would have wrote yeah santa insane santa insane axmas 3 wow interesting okay the budget was around 224,000 british pounds and it was direct to dvd wait 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 how much are British pounds to dollars? It's more, right? Doesn't the doesn't the British dollar convert to more? Like it's more in US money? Yeah. I think it's like three hundred thousand ish or like three hundred, like three five How or something like that. How on earth was three hundred thousand spent on this movie? I don't know. Um Like like that that there's no way. There is I don't believe that. It's a very good point. I, I um, can't even believe that five thousand was spent here. Like I'm not kidding. Am I Am I, I wrong? Location. Sharp Candy looked better than this. And what was Sharp Candy's budget? Like, I think he said, like, didn't we look it up? It was like five grand. <laughs> Shout out Dylan Arnicks. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Like, similar yeah. quality. And they yeah. that was five grand. Like, there's no way they spent 300000 on this. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know exactly where I'm trying to think of anything. Maybe the trailer? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the trailer being a lot more lively than the movie. Just wait till you guys, wait till Caleb posts the trailer video. Our reaction to there is quality. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was going to be a better movie all around, really. Hmm. It's got to be, yeah, the tra our trailer reaction has to be almost as good as your reaction during um, Amityville Haunting when the, the fucking pole falls on that guy, the wire falls on that guy. Okay, so that Amityville uh, Playhouse or Theater, because it's two, it has two tiles. It's either, you're going to yeah, find it other Amityville Playhouse or Amityville Theater from 2015. Okay. But when you watch the trailer, okay, it's probably about a minute long. I'm just going to round to a minute, round down to a minute mm -hmm. just for fuck's sake. I would rather yeah. watch that 140 times than watch this movie again. Totally. The trailer is like fairly entertaining. It's kind of hard to find. Or no, I guess 100 minutes. I'm sorry. I said 140 as if, because it's not, it's an if, hour 40. It's not 140 oh, minutes. Oh, I but see. I, I, I know. <laughs> I, I was thinking the same thing. I know. I don't know why I said that, but I would rather watch that trailer 100 times in a row than watch this movie once in a row again it's yeah. not in a row but you know what i mean totally like again i think okay if there's a way for you to post the link when we drop this episode you should to the trailer because it's kind of hard to find on youtube and it's hilarious but to caleb's point this is found under two different movie titles so we keep saying amityville playhouse it's also known as amityville theater they renamed it for whatever reason. Wait, I guess it makes more sense. It makes more sense. When I look it up on like Just Watch or Letterboxd or IMDb or Tubi or wherever the fuck I watch it, it's Playhouse in mm -hmm. some places, theater in other places, so. Theater makes more sense because it takes place literally in a theater. Why Playhouse was ever a title makes no sense to me. Okay, after watching it, why the fuck doesn't Playhouse make sense? They're just playing in a house. There's no fucking theater going on. They're at a theater for all of I like guess. one minute and 30 seconds. I think of in a carnival, I guess, when I think of a playhouse. No, like... I do too. But okay, I could also think of like that episode of Pokemon where they were like going to the psychic <laughs> gym and like, yeah, yeah. And then the little I've girl. I've Pokemon for like 20 years. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> well, this girl was like a psychic chick and she was like, I want to play. I'm bored. And like she made Ash and like Misty and Brock go into her little playhouse and she just fucking played with them. So you know what? I could see that more than i could see this being a fucking theater 
I guess, but when we no, Kim, say, not you guess. When we watched the theater, <laughs> I thought I was watching the Phantom of the Opera, and I called it out, and you were like, "Oh shit, yeah, look at did, this Phantom of the did. Opera!" Phantom of the, not yeah. for a single fucking second in this entire movie did I get a Phantom of the Opera Literally vibe, or like did I even seconds. think a play was happening? Oh wait, maybe yeah. that's what it is: Playhouse, like four plays, theater maybe. plays. Maybe, yeah, I guess. Still, well, stupid. if you guys were to stream this on Tubi, it's under Amityville Theater. So that's one you should watch, but not that you want to watch this. But it's also... No. Yeah. This is one yeah. I'm going to say right off the top. Just skip. Don't even bother. Lowest possible rating from both of us. We do not recommend it. It is a thumbs down. It is a cream of fucking mushroom. It's the worst possible soup you could ever have. <laughs> Just don't... I, if you're like early into this and you're like about to stop the show to go watch the movie real quick so you can follow along with us, do yeah, not don't. do it. Because I'm going to say it right now. I know my notes are fun, and I know it's going to be so much more fun talking about this movie than it was watching this. And it's going to sound at some points like this movie might be a little bit fun, but I can guarantee you it is not fun. You don't want to watch it. You don't want to be a yeah. part of this. Just stay away. You don't want to be. Yeah, stay stay away. The 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 notes that we've taken, this takes a lot of training, okay? It's a lot of practice Caleb and I had to put in to make this sound really, really fun. Dude, I had to watch this movie over four hours, Kim, because I had to just pause to like <gasps> make sure that I wrote some notes that weren't dog shit. Yeah, I, I kept having to pause as well so that I could take down some quotes because to your point, that's all it is. It's but we just need to get into dialogue. It. Okay, okay. So we got to get into it. The people, they got to they gotta know. Uh, Rotten Tomato, critics wouldn't rate it audience gave it a 21% which is genuinely what? way too high to even be real that's generous it's way generous even though what? it's a terrible rating imdb 1.9 out of 10 obviously still low but still way too high at the same time yeah yeah but but more on par with what it should be like this should be i think the sharon tate the haunting of sharon tate the daniel farren's movie is like a 0.9 on imdb this is where this should lie because you know what i watched that haunting of sharon tate the other day dog shit terrible i'd still watch it over this and i watched like all of daniel farron's true crime things over the last few days like the except for the ted bundy one but i watched the eileen warnos american boogie woman i watched uh the murder of nicole brown simpson and i watched the haunting of sharon tate those are all the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. The liberties that Daniel Farrens takes in these true crime adaptions, like he literally just makes horror movies and then puts a true crime title on them and then goes, all right. Here you go. I um, It's kind of like Rob Zombie, like remaking Halloween. It's like not Halloween at all. It's just like some trashy like guy in a mask murdering people and just like titles it Halloween. You know, I um, I have only of his films, I've only seen The Murder of Sharon Tate and it's been years because I, I remember renting it. Um, and it was bad, but I would, I would say from what I remember, it was still awful, but I would give it closer to a 1.9 than I would this. Like, this is so far from a 1.9, like, at least the production looked decent in those films. This is just, oof, this is like a 0.2 to me. Yeah, I think they should swap. This is a very bad movie, and the fact that anyone would give, I mean, like, when I looked at reviews and stuff, they weren't good. It's people doing fake reviews. (laughs) Yes, it has to be, except for one person, but we'll get to that later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It starts out with a message about Raul DeFeo, which, like I said, it lets you know immediately. Like, this is my first note, Kim, verbatim. I'm just going to read it exactly how it was. Mm-hmm. It starts out with a message about Raul DeFeo, which really just lets you know that there isn't a bit of affiliation. This is when I'm two minutes into the movie. I had not watched the rest. I just got the vibe from seeing that immediately. Literally. And I was right. I didn't have to uh, go back and fix that. Didn't have to do anything with it. Completely right. And it's like on a PowerPoint slide, right? Like the intro is like a PowerPoint slideshow. Like in 1975, it's like next slide. (laughs) But to be fair, I think that is how a lot of them are. It's just black screen with white text. Yeah, but this one looked really bad. It looked like the, the you know how you make those shitty PowerPoint slideshow transitions? Like it spins and then it hits. Yeah, yeah, the ones I use. (laughs) Yes. My favorite transitions. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what it looked like on the on the opening credits. I was like, okay. That happens, and then it just goes right into a car pulling up. And mind you, there's another car already sitting there parked that says Amityville something, something, something. Could not make it out. Had no idea what it said. It was too blurry to make out. So I was like, how are you going to put a fucking, like, another Amityville thing that I'm supposed to read in here, like, almost like an Easter egg, and not let me read it? Because it's such mm-hmm. shit quality. Well, the one on his car said Amityville Surveyors. Is that the one you're referring to? But the no, other one? there was one next to it. The car that he pulled up yeah. next to said Amityville something something, but it was so something, blurry yeah. I couldn't read it. But I lost my shit when it said Amityville Surveyors because I was like, I know it's like Amityville's a city, but the thought of a man being hired to survey the Amityville series is I feel like what we're doing. So I just started busting up laughing. Are we the Amityville Surveyors? <laughs> we're the Amityville Surveyors. Do we change our name? Is that gonna be? Maybe that's our new tagline. We just get. We just stop doing the Amityville episodes under horse soup, and we just start a show called the Amityville Surveyors, and we just go deep into Amityville, do everything Amityville, and like would be, dude. You know what? That would actually probably get listens and clicks too, because people would be like, Amityville, Amityville Surveyors, what's yeah. going on with Amityville? People, would be, yeah, people would be like, oh, some shit's popping up. Dude, we could go fucking huge with the Amityville Surveyors. If anyone tries to take that name, I swear to God, I'm suing you. I'm copywriting yeah. this right after this ends. Fuck you. Our, our info is like, you thought it was a hoax, but there's more. We pull in a bunch of people. They think there's some shit going on with Amityville. Then it turns out, no, we're just watching all these terrible, t- terrible fucking movies. We're just talking to the, like, the actors and stuff, and we're just acting like they were haunted by the house. Maybe I'll add that to my LinkedIn. Certified Amityville Surveyor. You should. I've been saying that for a while now. I feel like we're almost certified. I like the way that sounds. Then this guy gets out of his car, he goes into the theater, he starts flashing his fucking flashlight around the darkest room I've ever been in for like three minutes straight. I just couldn't see the screen for three minutes. Yeah, and it was shaky. It was so bad. Like, dude, we did not want to, we didn't need to see this guy try to turn on the lights for like a real time five minutes. So unnecessary. (laughs) But I did die when he said, he heard like some little noise and he goes, I'm recording. And then after he says I'm recording, he goes, I've got a camera. I'm like, yeah, that's implied from you fucking recording. And then he goes, I'll give it over to them. The police quit jerking around. And then, like, you hear a baby go, and then his flashlight breaks and then title card title card and i was like wait what happened did a baby punch him did he die is he alive there were a lot of unnecessary baby sounds in this like and i still only halfway know why like i know what they said and i know what they're telling me and they're telling me that you know xyz is the reason why and i still have trouble believing it i took nothing away about a baby but i'd love for you to fill me in later because i just don't they said something it was just really stupid and really brief and it's like uh, all right I guess, because that's what the whole ending yeah. is based off of. Do you remember the end end of the movie? Yes, 
I think so, yeah. Okay, that has a baby tie-in, too. Okay, interesting. I'm trying to... We'll get there. While he's talking, also, he's like, there's a bunch of homeless deadbeats in here. I think they're making it their pad. And if they are, let them fucking be, bro. No, yes. I'm just more worried about the fact that this dialogue tries so hard. Tries so hard. <laughs> It's almost kind of like in, um, you know, Diablo Cody and Jennifer's Body House. She like intentionally made them sound weird and say like yeah. stupid kitschy lines. It's like that, but like it's not intentional. It's not funny. Like they genuinely think that's how people talk. But Cam, I almost think that some of it has to be intentional. I feel like we almost have to watch more of John R. Walker's movies to figure out if they are. Because I mean, <sighs> if he's making Ouija Geist, I almost have to like, I almost feel like I'd be ignorant to say like, oh, maybe he isn't making this dialogue really stupid. But like, it's like the I think he might be doing the dialogue intentionally. I'm sure he is. But I think it's just not that fun. Like some parts are fun. But when your whole movie sucks and it's not entertaining and it's a drag to get through, you know, like some some self-aware dialogue isn't going to save it. So I think that's where we're lying. Like, I think he is aware. I think it's just bad. Yeah. He does have some some really bad quotes. Butthead. Dude, shit like I mean, that. Kyle, I mean, there's no way Kyle isn't a self-aware character, right? Right. I mean... Kyle's on another fucking level, dude. Like, Kyle's going off. If there's anything positive about this movie, it's, it's Kyle's Kyle. <laughs> Like, Kyle is, so, is everything negative thing. about the movie, but also everything positive about the movie at the same time. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, the title card goes on and then the movie just changes vibes completely. We go to like a school. There's a bland actress who's having a conversation with a bland actor who seems to be doing like, correct me if I'm wrong. He kind of seems like he's trying to be Rupert Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Oh, that's a good comparison, but not nearly as cool. No, not as cool as all. He's just soft-spoken and British, and he thinks that's enough. And I'm like, that's not enough. There's a lot more to Giles. Yeah, there's a lot more to Giles. Um, Also, the main girl, the student girl, she looks like Kylie Jenner pre-cosmetic surgery. We'll post a picture of her. And her name, are you just saying that because of her hair? Her hair and her fit. Like, if I put a side-by-side, the only difference is Kylie's hair was darker. They look in the eyeliner. If I were to okay. post a Kylie, I'm just going to like pull one up and I'll send it to you here in a sec because that they are like, yeah. Her name's Fawn Harriman. <laughs> the names in this? There's, there's so also bad. a character. We're, spoiler alert, we're just going to say it now. There's a character in here named Jevin. No, like you, Kevin I'm and Devin mad with that you revealed a, with Jevin. Fucking, I wanted, I wanted the Jevin J. reveal. No, I had to say Jevin. Jevin, as in Devin and Kevin with a fucking J. Okay, but Kim, hold on. And his on. brother's name is Kevin. No, his no, no, no. His brother's name is Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Dude, I did. I was about to tell you his right now is, that I fucked myself up when they said his name his was name Jevin. Immediately, so I was like, "Oh, that. Kevin and Jevin." And then I texted you that to someone I was talking think. to. And then, like, I kept watching the movie, and I was like, "Wait, no, I lied completely. His name's not Kevin. His name's fucking Kyle." It's it's Kyle. You're right. You see, now it's I did that. But I like Kim, convinced myself. It might even be because I texted you, and I was like, "Um, hold on, let me pull up the text that we had when we were talking about this earlier." Jevin. I texted you and I was like, hey, did you catch the brother's name? And you were like, Jevin. I was like, yeah, his name's fucking Jevin. And then <laughs> and then I texted you, aside from blood, we have nothing in common. And then I said, what, not your fucking name? Because at that point I was like, it's Kevin and Jevin. But like, that's Kevin not what it is. Jevin. It's not. It's definitely Kyle. <laughs> I like how we were just talking about him calling him Kyle, and then you were like, Kevin and Jevin, yeah. Yeah, Kevin and Jevin, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, his name is fucking Jevin. 
Dude, I thought I was Trevin. I've never Can- heard of anybody Kim. being named Jevin. I turned on subtitles and I went to IMDb cast list immediately when I heard <laughs> Jevin because I thought I was tripping. I was like, no, no, no. I did not hear <sighs> Jevin right now. Jevin, here's the thing. like, And they call him I Jev. Want- They're like, hey, Jev. <laughs> I know no-, no one can control their name. I know that some people have some fucked up names. But Jevin is fucking terrible. Like, if I were named Jevin, I would just get a name change. It's like in Hocus Pocus. I know you're not a Hocus Pocus fan. I don't know if you even noticed this. I didn't notice this for like 20 years until my friend pointed it out. The main guy's name is not Zachary. It's Thackeray. It, it, like, it's Thackeray Binks. It, it fucks with me. Thackeray. Thackeray. For years, I thought it was Zachary. It's as if someone was just pronouncing Zachary with a lisp. But that's his right. name. Like like Anthony and Anthony. It's like Anthony. Thackeray. It's, it's like Jevin. Like, why would you Thackeray ever name someone Fink. Jevin? It's like if you name if you name your kid Jevin, you're like asking them to get punched in the face. And I don't condone bullying, but like you're asking for that to happen. I'm not a bully. I got bullied, but if I met someone named Jevin and I was bigger than them, I would bully them. <laughs> I wouldn't bully them, but I feel like they would deserve to get punched in the face like at least once. You know what I mean? Just so they know that their name is Jevin. Just for accepting that type of name. That's all I'm gonna say. Like you can't like you're a piece of shit for allowing your name to be Jevin. It's just so messed up. I'd like to meet a Jevin, but I also wouldn't because fuck anyone named Jevin. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. And hopefully there's no Jevins listening to this, but if there are, now you know. Like, honestly, get rid of it, the name. Honestly, get rid of it. this is this, this is going to sound like manipulation, but Jevin, if you're listening, just go <laughs> donate a dollar on Patreon. I know it is me telling you to give me money, but like, I really just want to do it so I can see your name on the thank you list and I could be like, hey, thanks, Jevin, you piece of shit. There is one out there. Anytime you start up a statement with, hey, I know this may sound like manipulation, but <laughs> it's never a good thing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's my statement and I'm sticking to it. <sighs> oh, fuck. So she tells him that she bought a theater and the teacher dude goes, yeah, I miss your parents. Sucks that you're an orphan. How about I do some research into your theater's history? That'll make you feel better and give me something to do. And I was like, oh, give you something to do? What? Like conveniently have all the answers to the movie later on? Yeah, and, like, the acting in here was so bad. It was giving me, like, a weird porno intro vibes. Like, hey, teacher. Like, they were after class, and, like, she was like, thank you so much. You're so kind. And he's like, I would love to do this for you. And I was like, okay, are they, like, dating each other? Like, what's happening? Well, they make jokes about that later. They're like, hey, does the teacher want to fuck you? (laughs) She's like, no, it's not like that. (laughs) He's a good guy. I can tell. His dick don't even get it's hard totally no more. Totally not like that. Totally not like that. He's just researching you and your entire family after school every day. <laughs> so get ready for a lot of jump cuts because right now we jump cut and the girl and her boyfriend Kyle go to breakfast. It's Fawn and Kyle, the best couple in the world. Why, you know, like why really was iconic. The scene there? Why what, what? was the scene here? Why was um, the scene here? It was so that Kyle could be like, hey, can you buy me a chicken fried steak? <laughs> And that awkward flashback to her lawyer. I'll let you talk it. Sorry, I don't know why I'm explaining it. No, it's fine. It's fine because it's all fucking stupid. It's pointless. Like every, it's so weird because all of my notes are dialogue, but every single thing that I have written down that's supposed to be like moving toward like the story or like moving, advancing, you know, in any means, Mm -hmm. it isn't. Like everything that I wrote down that isn't dialogue, I feel like it's so pointless, which is so weird because we're talking about a movie. Literally, yeah, literally makes no sense. But they jump cut in there at breakfast together, and Kyle is horny and wants to fuck her in this theater. He wants, like, a night alone in this, like, abandoned theater that her parents used to own. And he's, like, all excited. He's like, "You did you get the keys to the theater yet? And she's like, I got him. Just chill out, okay? And then another jump cut, and we get this awkward flashback that means nothing. 
And it's about explaining how she got the keys to the theater from her parents' attorney. It means a little bit. The attorney didn't want her it to does, get the keys, that ties so into you can tell. End, yeah. yeah, so you can tell that she knows there's some weird stuff going on. Then she calls the Amityville mayor, and she's like, there's some spicy stuff going down. She took the keys. Yeah, and then that's like she hangs up the phone, and then you're just like, okay, what the fuck? I would argue that is probably the flashback that gives you the most information the out most, of any flashback yeah. in the movie. Totally. And it's really not much. It's really just something she could have said. But I guess, you know what? Yeah. No, I guess this flashback, I'm going to give it, if I can give this movie anything, this flashback did something. Because later they're going to show you flashbacks that are going to explain what they're, what the flashback is supposed to be showing you. At least this one had her doing the, you know, she wasn't talking. She was like, you know, calling the Amityville mayor and kind of being sneaky. So we saw something here. And that's about yeah. as much credit as I'm going to give this movie for the rest of this conversation. Yeah, that's the only flashback um, that means anything. But yeah, that's all we get. Moving Literally, on. She gets the keys from yeah. the attorney. Doesn't matter. She has keys now. That's that's it. It took 10 minutes for them to tell us that she has keys for a theater. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we go to the theater and she goes, I don't know why you want to stay in this old theater all weekend, Kyle. And then Kyle goes... I want to do it because I'm with you, babe. And she responds with, I don't want you to get the wrong idea about us staying in this theater, Kyle. Nothing, nothing is going to happen at all. And that's her depiction. That's her depiction. That's how she acts. Uh, she does. And Kyle wants some so bad. He's very horny. And then right after he says that, <laughs> that's when I learned that his brother is Jevin. That's one of my world shattered. And that's also, that's like 10 minutes into this, and I thought I was already fucking 35 minutes into the movie, Kim. I'm not lying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at this point, you feel like you're like a, like a good chunk, and you realize, okay, it's literally like I thought the movie was in. halfway over, and I was nine minutes in, dude. <laughs> I was crying. Like, I was so internally struggling. So she explains some no funny business is going to happen, likely, because the other friends are on their way over to the theater as well, and it's Jevin, his brother. And Jevin. What do you want to say? Uh, well, well, Kyle thinks that Jevin has a thing for Fawn, but he also thinks that everyone is gay. Gay. <laughs> the first. I was like, wait, what are you gonna say? The first twenty minutes of this movie is just Kyle He's walking around calling gay. people gay. He's like, "You're gay, and this is why. You're gay, and this is why. And you're gay, and this is why. And if you tell me I can't call people gay, you're probably gay too." He's literally talking shit about his own brother, like mad shit about his own brother being gay. He's like, he's like, my brother Jevin, he's the gayest dude <laughs> of all in all gay town. And Jevin's not like, like if I had to, like if my gaydar, if you genuinely asked me like who I think would be more it's gay, Kyle. I would think it'd be Kyle. It's Kyle. <laughs> Wait, Kim. So Jevin shows up with Matt and he's like, yeah, they're totally fucking butt buddies. That's what he says. Wait, but before all that, flies do start buzzing. Oh, I put flies or the flies are back. We have had flies for a minute. I put that the flies are back. Why is this the first Amityville in so long with flies? Like we haven't got flies and in like so six movies or something like that. And then all of a sudden flies. Because there's like no dead bodies. <laughs> so like, why are there flies? Yeah, I put the flies are back. I'm so happy you mentioned that. It's <sighs> so good, dude. So this is when all the buds show up and Fawn goes, I don't know, guys. Kyle thinks you're all gay. And one of them goes, gay? And she says, yeah, but he's just being a douche. And Kyle replies, like, the whole time he's talking like, hey, dude, fuck you, dude, you fucking idiot. And then this one time he gets, like, real soft-spoken and articulates himself. And he goes, why does suspecting someone of being gay make me a douche? We're all equal nowadays. <laughs> 
And then two minutes later, he is going to be like, <laughs> freaking gay. Yeah, literally. Literally just calling people gay left and right. <laughs> and then, dude, so my notes are still just him calling people gay. Because I'm not kidding. It was 10 minutes of him calling people gay. So no plot progression, no advancement or anything. It's just him calling people gay so next up the next thing he calls gay um <laughs> he goes hey jevin and matt you're gay hey beavis hey butthead you're both butthead. gay why don't you make believe you're kissing butthead because you're like blowing air into men's butts or something beavis the, it, like caleb is not exaggerating this is like a five minute long dialogue they monologue in the dressing room about beavis yeah. sucking butthead's ass yeah, in the dressing room of this, like, in the basement of this theater that's abandoned. In the middle of the daytime. And also, also. why is he calling them Beavis and Butthead? I don't know. I don't, like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Butthead? I don't know. Like, don't Butthead know. makes sense, but I didn't, at first I thought he was just calling him Butthead, but then when I realized he was calling butthead. him Beavis, I was like, oh, you're calling him Beavis and Butthead? I was like, wait, what? Did you used to watch Beavis and Butthead? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Isn't it pretty cool? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't remember coming home and just hearing that, like, <laughs> on blast with a TV, then, yeah, you're too young for this conversation. Like, if you don't remember just, like, out of nowhere, hearing your TV literally just do that for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> you're gay. <laughs> and then it would, like, bleep it out, like, because they'd be cursing on MTV. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead is really fucking funny, and it's kind of scary that if that title probably isn't like relevant anymore. Like in in didn't they reboot it? I don't know. I think they did for a little bit. I feel like teenagers now or like kids now would have no fucking. If we said Beavis and Butthead, they like they would just have no idea what we're talking about. Probably which is, like, really scary. Pretty disappointing too, because Beavis and Butthead is like it's just the ultimate level of just like trivial, stupid fucking comedy. <laughs> like so just two dudes funny. sitting around just laughing at dumb shit. So like it's so fun. funny. On the couch. <laughs> like gosh, their fucking heads are big as fuck. Oh fuck. <sighs> anyway, anyway, sorry. Had to just acknowledge Beavis and Butthead there. On the other side of things, I realized this was a Canadian movie around this time, and it was when everyone like everyone's acting like they're in Amityville, New York, you know, like in fucking Long Island or some shit. And then this weird teacher that's trying to be Giles goes to the I'm just gonna call him Giles the whole time for anyone that's not yeah, following. Yeah, Giles. He goes to the library for Amityville books. He's like, hey, uh, you have any uh, books about this here? I need to go a deep dive into Amityville theaters and stuff. And this guy goes, yeah, go to the Amityville library, eh? And I was like, wait, did he just say eh? <laughs> like in, in New York? Because my first thought was someone in New York saying eh? Eh? There's no fucking way. And I went I straight. I didn't even notice it. Yeah, I went straight to. I, that's like the only slip up in the whole movie. It makes sense, though. It's like, it seems very Canadian. <laughs> yeah, and then I go straight to IMDb and it's like, this is a British Canadian movie. And I go, okay, so that makes sense. But also, like, I don't know. It's just so. Everyone is so Canadian in this, except for Giles, who's just being British as fuck. But that's all supposed to be in New York. So I'm like, why? Where did any of you come from? Why are any of you here? All of them are confused as to where they are. It doesn't make sense. And at one point, they start doing a shout-out, too. It's another stupid flashback that we'll talk more about later. But she's like, oh, I had to go visit Canada, and I hated it. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what are you even talking yeah. about? And her mom in the flashback. Well, yeah, her highlights fucking suck. I I've hate her. I've never seen so, someone look like so much dog shit in my life. <laughs> Oh I'm my sorry, God. I've never seen someone look so bad on camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh God! Well, welcome me, to Horse Super. Here to you, shit on your personal. <laughs> I'm sorry, but tell me, like, <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't intentional either. Like, wait, 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 Kim, Kim, hold on. Can I just? But she didn't need to look like that. Wait, wait, wait. I should have done this a minute ago. When we were talking about um um Kyle and stuff. Oh, you know what? No, yeah. we can move in. This was when I realized that Kyle's name wasn't Kevin and it was Kyle because he wasn't Jevin Kevin. It was Kyle. Okay. okay. Kyle keeps calling people gay. You are the gayest monster. <laughs> and then, wait, they start talking about Scooby-Doo for the next seven minutes of the movie. Oh, yeah. He's like Velma with the glasses. They get in like an argument on who the characters are. And I'm like, what? Yeah, one girl gets called Velma. It's Indy. She gets real pissed. She's like, I don't want to be a fucking nerd with glasses, you four-eyed bitch. And yeah. <laughs> and then they start moving on. They start assigning like characters from Scooby-Doo to different people. They're like, well, I'm fucking shaggy. I'm this person i'm this person and eventually someone gets branded scooby i think it, it was jevin jevin gets branded scooby and then he walks into another room to just sit in the fetal position he goes scooby a fucking dog i'm scooby whatever might as well have some fucking scooby snacks and he just starts eating cookies angry in a room on his this, own but that's hilarious you miss, I miss that? this but that's hilarious yes I thought he was possessed, Kim. There were parts that I was like checked out. <laughs> I thought he was possessed. I didn't I don't remember him eating Scooby snacks. Dude, literally what I just said right now was verbatim what he said word for word. That is so bad. He was pissed about he was so pressed about being told that he was Scooby in this hypothetical Scooby-Doo scenario in this fucking stupid little theater. <laughs> the dialogue in this just doesn't even make sense. <laughs> like the, it's not even keeping the movie going. Wait, wait, wait. But a fly was buzzing around him. Uh, right. Uh, also, the flies have been buzzing now. The flies, though, have been buzzing now in the background for, like, the last 20 minutes. It's like... <laughs> so they all start walking around. And then Jevin comes across some random woman just in the theater. And he goes, hey, you can't be here. <laughs> also, could they not have made her more stereotypical? Like, the leather jacket. The fucking burnout. The all black. Fucking... Le le leather jacket. The fucking handcuffs. Smoking a cigarette. She has, like, dark eyeliner on. She's like, I dropped out of school. Parents don't want me. Dad's a deadbeat and is always arguing with his girlfriend, so I come here at night. And it's like, no one is like this. All she ever says is, like, lay off and get bent. Literally. I don't know, but, like, no one is like, like, we had edgy people in our school, but, like, no one is like that. Like, they, the people don't talk like that. They don't have leather cuffs on their hands that are like... Kim, I smoke cigarettes. <laughs> you got to remember, this is a British-Canadian film, so this was in 2015, so it could have been filmed in, like, 2014 or 2013 even, maybe. Who knows? 2013 to 2015 in Canada is literally 2008. That's true. Like, but they like, are way back. Even in 2008, like, this girl, like, that makes sense for everybody else's, like, appearance and shit, but, like... No, she's 2008. <laughs> she just doesn't make any sense. She's just like, yeah, I'm here, and like, I hate my family, so I come and I sleep in this basement at night. It makes it makes more sense than any other thing going on in the entire movie. To be fair, it does. I guess it just doesn't make sense that she's in it with these people. Okay, but are we gonna focus on that when everything else is so much bigger than that? <laughs> I had so many thoughts. She's also the least of my Wendy. worries. This this Wendy yeah. is yeah, she is the least of the worries. Wendy is her name. But actually, she's not. She's the least of like our worries as an audience. But every man in the movie is like this bitch is the devil yeah because she's in black literally because she's in black <laughs> wait but hold on we gotta go back to the intro because when he sees her and he goes you can't go here she starts speaking latin and immediately jevin goes 
oh yeah, that's Latin. It means door of death. And she goes, you're pretty smart, Jev. Where'd you learn Latin? And he goes, a bit here and there. You learned a bit here and there and you just randomly know this Latin thing that she said? Literally off the top of the dome. You're telling me he knows fucking Latin? Jevin knows Latin? Did you guys study Latin in high school? Kim, shut the fuck up. I don't think they up. offered it at our high school. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck me then. My fucking bad. <laughs> why, was that a, why was that a Jolly J question? Hey, did you guys study Latin? <laughs> Wait. Hey, cut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wait, but Kim, and then she goes for a fist bump, and then she pulls out a beer from her pocket, a warm beer, and she goes, cold one? Well, warm one now. Wait, how long have you had the beer? You're homeless in this fucking random theater. When was it, like, ass. realistically, when was that a cold one? Well, did she, she did say that she stays at her parents' house, but when she... she the dad starts arguing with the girlfriend, she comes here. Oh, okay, so maybe that's she fair. was there and took a beer and shoved it up her ass. <laughs> Why does it have to be a ass? I don't know. I just kind of like that thought. I like the thought that she'd shove a beer up her ass and walk to the theater. Okay, you're a lot. Well, they keep talking. She says she's homeless <laughs> oh, because whatever. her dad's a dick. Oh, whatever. Now, now we don't like beers up the ass. Now I'm fucking weird, huh? Okay, fuck well, you. Well, Jevin asked where her mom is, and she goes, I wouldn't know her if she passed me on the street. Walked out when I was six. And is it just me uh, being someone whose mom walked out when they're two? Um, I think you would recognize your mom if she walked out when you were six. Like, there's at least it a makes, fair, no, at least a pretty fair chance, right? They're trying so hard to make this girl sound like she had the roughest life of all time. I just don't know about six. I feel like you remember a fair amount of things at six. You totally do. Especially, like, yeah, if your mom was there until you're six and then she leaves, I think you'd recognize her on the street. Unless, like, she's doing a lot of crack or something, you know, and she looks awful. Maybe. Apparently not, apparently not Wendy. Nope, not Wendy's Wendy. not recognizing her at all. Mm -mm. And then it takes about 30 minutes for anyone in the movie to be in any area that even resembles a theater. And then mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's Matt and Indy at this time. They look down. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They look down the theater. At the top of the theater. <laughs> yeah. And then this one, or Indy goes. The balcony. The balcony. Yes. Does it fucking matter, Kim? Shut up, Kim. <laughs> it does matter because this is the only part where it remotely looks like a theater. It's, it's important right. for them to You're understand. Right. So we'll be specific for the fact that there's two scenes in the movie that resemble a theater. So they're mm. on the balcony. And then Indy looks at Matt and goes, thinking of jumping? And he's like, why would anyone do that? Why would anyone buy a ticket just to come here and jump off and kill themselves? They could just shoot themselves and save five bucks. And save five dollars. You know how much more a gun is over... Or we're but, getting a theater ticket? But, like, if you're killing yourself, you, who cares about saving money? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> isn't that the objective? Like, nothing matters? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you're right. Because I was over here thinking, like, that math doesn't make sense because the gun would be more expensive. But you're right. It doesn't fucking matter to I begin with. I was like, with. oh, if I'm going to blow my brains out, like, I guess I don't give a fuck if I'm saving $5 or You're, like, trying to haggle. You're like, I don't know if I could really afford this. I got to, like, you know, right. there's rent next month. I might want to get something cool, right. treat myself. Like, it makes no sense. And also, like, the, the balcony of this theater is literally maybe 10 feet above the seats. Like, even if you did jump off, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't die. fucking die. You would not <laughs> die. It was so short. So bad. But they're trying to pull off, like, a Phantom of the Opera thing. Also, like, Phantom of the Megaplex, if you're a Disney Channel fan from the 90s. Shout out to the fucking 90s kids in here who remember Phantom of the Megaplex. Even though I didn't really think Phantom of the Megaplex was that great. <laughs> it's still a Disney movie from the 90s, so I have to shout it out. They're trying to do that vibe, and, like, nothing's happening. There's nothing scary running by at all. Well, 
Fawn gets thrown down the balcony. As she should. I'm glad she got thrown down. She was so fucking annoying. But it was fake. <laughs> Why are you just staring at me like that? Because I just blanked on what happens afterwards. Oh, did you think Fawn died for the rest of the movie? No, I know she doesn't die for the rest of the movie. She's obviously has the yeah, shit Yeah, because she's there for the stuff. next hour and 20 minutes. No, but I just had a brain fart as to what happens after this vision. Because something happens and then they yell and somebody comes in. No, nothing. They run over to her body. They look at her. They're like, oh, my fucking God, she's dead. And then they run out and then they see her and they're and then he's like, oh, what? This is a stole, a stone cold prank, dude. You, you, it was flat out not funny, dude. In my, in my opinion, it wasn't. And then they're just like, what are you talking about, Matt? We didn't do anything. He's like, uh, I saw you jump and you died. And then you guys were like mm, laughing mm. and it was like freaking crazy. And then Kyle's like, cool your fucking boots, man. He literally says that. Yeah, this was also when I realized that Matt is the worst actor in the world. Because I thought Kyle was like the worst thing. And I thought Fawn was the worst thing ever. But then when Matt came into the picture, he's played by uh, Kenny Benoit. And like, dude, he's just, he might be the worst actor on the face of the earth. I think it's Benoit. Yeah, you're probably right. It is probably Jackass. yeah. It definitely is. Jackass. I thought it was Benoit because he looks like. How the fuck do you not know Kenny Benoit? You know what, Kim? Don't do this to me right now. <laughs> Don't do this to me with the fucking household your household face. name, Kenny Benoit. Your face when you realize it was Benoit, you go, yeah, wait, that actually. Yeah, does like it. it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, it, you're right. Like when you put it that way, you're 100 percent right. I just watched the gears in your head turn. I just wanted to fuck with you. Anyways, Kenny Benoit. Yeah, yeah, Kenny Benoit. Because I don't know, he kind of looks like a benign tumor, so it sounds a little like closer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. He's the worst actor on the face of the earth, but he's kind of the most entertaining person in the movie because of it. Beside Kyle, because Kyle's one-liners are pretty top tier. Yeah. yeah. You know what Kenny Benoit acts like? Like what? Ian from Smosh, but like 2011 Ian from Smosh. What is Smosh? What? Smosh was literally the Smosh most is. subscribed YouTube channel from like oh, probably like 2007 to like nine or something. Like that. Even like an early YouTube date? Oh, you're ridiculous. Anyway, Wendy, mm-hmm. uh, the like dark emo girl, you know, whatever. The, the darkness, yeah. darkness folds, dark, darkness yeah. surrounds us. Emo, uh, sadness, uh, raining blood, her. Um, she gets introduced to Fawn because mm-hmm. Matt's like, or no, because uh, Javi or Javian. Javi. <laughs> Jevin. Jevin. Because <laughs> Jevin. Javi. Because <laughs> Jevin goes, hey, maybe if you meet Fawn, she'll let you stay here. And he he introduces her and she goes, hey, can she crash here? And then she goes, I don't know. And then fucking Wendy comes in. She goes, hey, pal, you don't got to do me any favors. If I got to scram, I'll scram. And she does a thing where, like, she puts her, like, th- she faces her thumb out the door and she's wearing a leather jacket. So it just adds, adds a lot of, like, you know, Edge. like a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of Benoit. Benoit. <laughs> Benoit. Gotta add the Benoit. I can just scram. And then meanwhile, Jevin's just like, hey, guys, it's okay. I'll order a pizza. <laughs> But, like, I'm so confused because at one point, Kyle's like, let's just eat. We're all hungry. And he's like, well, 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 I whipped up the best dinner. And they're like, yeah, it must have been hard to open some cans of beans. And he's like, that's all we could bring. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, I thought wait. you guys couldn't get out and couldn't order food. How are you fucking ordering a pizza if you were just trying to st- survive off beans? And why'd you only bring beans? And then they abandon the pizza and go to bed. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a second. No one even ever mentioned the pizza again. How'd they just abandon that, that like, idea they had? was never explained. And also, like, why the fuck did you just bring beans? 
Like, why didn't you guys bring good snacks? And did he spice the beans on his own, or were they spicy beans that he brought? <laughs> I don't know, and they never showed them eating the beans. No, they didn't. He was just like, I made the best beans ever, huh? And he was like, hey, fuck you, Javian. You didn't help me make the fucking beans for dinner. I didn't see you cooking them up. And he's like, oh, look at you, big man making beans. I know, I'm like, can you guys stop acting like you're on some survival compound, like, outside, and, like, it's all you have to fucking eat? Like, you guys chose to come here and sleep over. I would have had booze and, like, a lot of food in high school. Kim, not only that, they've been here for an hour and a half. Yeah, can you, actually, let's do this. Think back to your time in high school. If this were you and, like, your small group of friends in high school, like, intimate group, how would this have gone for you guys? Like, what would have been your plan? Uh, I would text my parents and I would tell them that I'm sleeping over at our friend's house and then I'd get blackout drunk and I'd probably just pass out in one of the rooms somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no, I wouldn't even be worried about ghosts because I'd be too busy being yeah, drunk off my ass. Like, how am I going to worry about fucking ghosts when I'm blasted? The ghosts wouldn't have even wanted to haunt my friends and I because we would have been so fucking blacked out of $5 Burnett's and like Skull Vodka. They would have been like, you would have annoyed the fuck out of the ghosts. I would have been playing like Edward Forty Hands with some fucking like old style or something. And they would have been like, or some fucking High Lifes or some shit like that. And they would have been like, you fucking degenerate piece of trash. Get away from me. I'm not haunting you. I'm going to haunt someone who's going to realize what's going on. Yeah, would have told my friends I'm having a movie night at, like, Bree's house, and then just, like, yeah. Exactly. Blacked out. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, they, so they did this to themselves, is where I'm going. Oh, 100%. This. And then Wendy leaves the room. Kyle calls her an it, which was just really rude. He's like, yeah, I think it's that fucking thing over there doing it. Like, it's fucking it over there. I don't know how he says it, but he just calls her an it, which was rude. And then Matt's like, oh, no, she's pretty cute. With, like, kind of a stutter. And then Kyle says something about uh, her sucking him and then blowing bubbles out. Whoa, I missed that line. Yeah, he goes like, oh, she looks like she would suck you up and blow out some bubbles. What? Yes, I'm not kidding. That doesn't even make any sense. But that doesn't make any sense. I think he's saying that he would blow bubbles with your semen. Ew, it's just like, very, what? it's just like, I know what he's saying, but it's just not funny or entertaining. It's just very graphic and weird. And then he goes, oh, fucking Lily Monster over there. Uh, she's fucking pulling an Ashton Kutcher pranked on us. And then he goes, huh, huh, missing, orphan, runaway? Huh, imagine seeing that face on a milk carton. Turn her into cheese. I, yeah, this must have been what I was like, why the fuck is this movie still happening? Because I remember none of these lines, and I'm very thankful that You I yelled at me about not seeing an old lady with a purple aura around her, and you missed this because guy talking. Because that was in the trailer. You missed this. That's what made the trailer for you us, missed, and that part was hilarious. You missed this guy saying you can turn a milk carton into cheese? Because the funniest part of the movie was the old lady in the theater, and that was also what we remember from the trailer, so I'm not sure how you didn't reference that at all dude i don't fucking remember the trailer i remember it kind of looking like phantom of the opera and this was nothing like the that. old lady in the theater i did laugh out. like i was crying out loud i don't remember just fucking it staring at her i don't I, go watch the trailer for a minute and you'll notice it and like that shit is hilarious okay whatever let's keep just going some old ass lady. let's keep going because there's a lot more kyle quotes and i don't want this to be a two hour long episode because this shit fucking sucks okay yeah fair <laughs> so fair. phones aren't working they try to go outside it's locked and then what was up with that close-up shot of Jevin going, We're dying! But hold on, he did it in this voice. <laughs> it's so accurate. Is that like, not 100% accurate? It, he used totally. just the most standard voice changer to just be like, totally. And the camera's like zooming in on his face. He's like, We're dying! <laughs> 
It's the stupidest fucking thing. And this is the first time they're going to use the voice chat. Or no, this is the first time, but it's not going to be the last time. Nah, it will not be the last time. But yeah. It becomes their biggest selling point of the movie. Totally. It, and it's like, why do they keep cutting to these awkward voices? Dude, and then they look at his hands because he's like trying to like, you know, get the fucking lock open. Get the key in the fucking... <laughs> yeah. And they're like, dude, your his hands are all cut up. sliced. Dude, wh what was that? Is strawberry jelly? strawberry jelly but like how would his hand be sliced from a fucking baby ass kid I don't, I don't know and then he goes to wash his hands off and it just comes off and they're like whoa it was strawberry jelly <laughs> yeah they're like how's your hand he's like it's all right i'm like what he's like it actually doesn't hurt at all let me just wash it off whoa it's gone i forgot he went we're dying <laughs> <laughs> Dude, once he did that voice, I was like, oh, this is perfect because I could replicate that voice perfectly for the episode. Can you, can you imagine being drunk with your friends in the theater? One of them oh is just like, word, I, like, I would be on the ground pissing my pants. That was so fucking stupid, dude. And then, and then they're talking. They're like trying to figure out how all this could have happened. And Kyle goes, something changes the locks. That's easy. You know, someone just changed them. And, you know, easy enough. Locks are changed. And then he's like, maybe there's something in the keyhole to squirt blood. That's how his hands got cut up. And I'm like, something in the keyhole to squirt blood. And then he goes, and then they go, what about Fawn being dead? And he goes, it's a theater, dickhead. There's all kinds of projectors and shit laying around. So I'm like, an old projector that had an image of your girlfriend who's never been in here died. Dying at her current age <laughs> the theater's been abandoned literally for five no years dude they all know that literally makes no sense <laughs> oh fuck it is so funny um and then they accuse wendy of doing an ashton kutcher prank and then wendy finds out that fawn's parents died in a fire and she's like oh mm -hmm. dude that's pretty wicked i feel bad for you and then indy gets kind of jealous that matt thinks that wendy's hot and then you hear a <laughs> kind of noise just in the corner like it sounds like a like a like a stomach or like empty stomach or like a regurgitation or something. It sounds like Randy when he's shitting out the giant turd. Oh in yeah. South Park. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> and then they just get scared by a rat. But then they're like, maybe it's a person, maybe it's a dog. And I'm like, I don't know. It kind of did look like a rat, actually. <laughs> They literally, anytime anything moves, they're like, that was a fucking dog. Or like something that makes no sense. <laughs> it's literally just ghost hunters. <laughs> so <sighs> fucking bad. So but yeah, we find out that uh, Fawn's parents died in a fire. And that they felt like we're asleep. But that's, oh, I think they all they say the is she was. Canada. Oh, you know, you're right. They do say she's asleep at that point, too. But that's really it. They're, they're going to, like, explain it in, like, seven pieces throughout the movie. Yeah. And it's where we get a flashback to Fawn's mom. <laughs> yeah. And then I think this is also when she imagines, like, people inside of the theater. Oh, and then when she tells Kyle yeah. about it, he goes, tough crowd, eh? Like, this dude's always just. Okay, no, dude. no, you can't mull over this. This no, is when. The flashback the of her mom is after. It's not right here. Oh, that's I what, know that's when the old lady appears. No, that's why I moved she on. Has her head but, down. Well, I guess maybe the old okay. lady appears in the theater right here. Okay, you could. Oh, yeah. you're talking about the old lady. That, I thought you were talking about the. I thought you were yelling me about the mom flashback. No, 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 the old lady in the theater. Like that's the hilarious. That's the only funny part. It's not the only funny part. Of this. I just remember a lot of old ladies standing around there staring at her. So, so this doesn't make a lot of sense, guys. But all I can say is Fawn puts her head down, and then she's in the middle of the theater, and there's it's filled with people, and they're all like. Just heads, like, turn towards the front. Like, no one's even noticing her. They're watching, like, almost like they're in a trance. This, like, girl on stage in a pink prom dress 
singing like shitty opera. She's like, oh, and Fawn's like looking around like, what the fuck? And then she looked and there's an old lady in the crowd just like turned and like stared at her, <laughs> like just staring dead at her. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't remember that because the whole theater thing was like three minutes long and it was just like going around showing me a bunch of old ladies. So I was like, all right, I get the fucking point. Yeah, and then everyone turns and stares at Fawn and then she like freaks out and puts her head up and Kyle's like, wake up. Are you all right? She's like, I thought I was fucking dying. She didn't say that, but she's like, I thought I was dying, Kyle. And then that's when he goes, tough crowd, eh? <laughs> and she's like, it's not funny. Dude, like. It's near death. Kyle made me realize that I might be a little more annoying than I uh, think myself to be. Because I'm like, damn, do I just always like make jokes at the worst time? Because every time this dude was saying something, I was like, man, you never stop fucking joking, do you, funny guy? <laughs> yeah, he he was going in. <laughs> Kyle just always has the zingers, dude. We also have, like, I'm not, I'm honestly not going to talk about any of them. Let's just talk about it right now because I don't want to mention it again. There's so many cuts that we get to fucking Giles just back in France. Just, like, talking to his associates, talking to, like, some chick on the bar. And he's like, oh, I'm going to leave to go to America pretty soon. They're like, oh, don't do it. He's like, look, I'm going to go find this uh, information out why this scientist is mad at this uh, religious person. Never gives us any answers to that. Never gives us any answers to anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know why the fuck he went there. It has nothing to do with anything that went on. Yeah, he's just, like, running around trying to get all this fucking research, circling shit in books. He gets a fucking—can we talk about the motel he rents? And the Chinese guy's like, no vacancies. And then he, like, pulls out, like, $80, and he's like, okay, we have a room, and, like, winks at him. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, he keeps going, you don't want to stay in Amityville. No vacancy, or no— <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, here, here's $80. Then he winks, and he's like, okay, we have vacancies. <laughs> and I'm like, What? But then, like, nothing happens in the hotel. I thought the hotel was going to be haunted. Literally nothing happened. He just, like, stayed up all night researching and went to bed and left. Yeah, wrote some notes and then just left. Why did we need... This could have cut 25 minutes out of the movie, cutting Giles running across the city. Dude, but this was funny as fuck because Kyle... Remember when Kyle was biting his nails? Kyle biting his nails? No. I know that's such a trivial small thing, but, like, okay. Yeah, I I didn't notice this. So Kyle's biting his nails, and then Indy called him out for it, and she goes, oh, look at that. You fucking biting your nails? He goes, oh, oh, what? Is it judgment day? And I lost my shit. I'm like, wait, wait, Kyle, Kyle, the guy who's been walking around calling people big old gayos the whole movie. He's like, what? What, me? What, me? You're coming for me now? Is it judgment Dude, day? And all she said was like, hey, why are you biting your nails? And he was like, what the fuck? Lay off the fucking steroids, Kyle. Dude, Kim, I was fucking crying when he said that. Because after he said that, he gets up and he leaves the room out of anger. He's like, I'm not going to be around Piss. any of you. <laughs> I did not notice it. See, there were so many things I had to check out for. Because I was like, I like can't keep focusing on this. <laughs> Is it Judgment Day? Dude, as an audience member, just watching this dude, like, run around go, Hey, you big gay idiot, for 50 minutes. And then the one person, someone says anything slightly disrespectful to him that wasn't even disrespectful, honestly. Like, was not even big. Yeah. He's like, what? Are you kidding me? Thought you guys were better than that. Triggered. Triggered. Dude, he just leaves the room, and then everyone else is like, Fuck this, I'm leaving the room, too. And then there's one, she has her stupid flashback. Her mom terrible she argues with her dad and they're like yeah go read books in canada don't watch tv this is freaking canada yeah and then this is 
Okay, now I can't remember if which one happened before. Is this by the time the teacher gets to the mayor, or is this when people start going missing first? Which one Dude, happens first? It's people go missing first. Kim, the teacher gets to the mayor at the end of the movie, like <laughs> 10 minutes before it ends. Yeah, you're right. So people, this is right around the time where people, yes, you're right. So they get pissed at each other, and they all like kind of split up in separate rooms, and they're like, let's just go to bed. And they like go to bed in the two dressing rooms, and it's like supposed to be Matt, Jevin, and uh, Wendy, right? In one room. No, this no. This is where I'm confused. No, where it's, did it's, where did it's Matt, Jevin, and Kyle in one room, and it's Wendy, Indy, and um, and Fawn in the other room. Okay, so this is where I'm confused because, okay, so they all go to sleep, and then Jevin wakes up in the middle of the night and kind of wakes Matt up because he's like moving around and like steps over him, and he's like. Man, I gotta pee, like, gotta drain the tank. And he's like, okay, bro, just, like, be a little bit more quiet. And Jevin leaves. And the next thing you know, they wake up. It's, like, morning time. And Matt comes in to the girls' room, and he's like, hey, have you guys seen Jevin? Like, he never came back from the bathroom last night. And then Kyle enters the room. So I'm like, it seems like as if Kyle slept in a different room because he had no idea that Jevin went up to go to the bathroom or was gone. Okay, well, what happened there is Jevin woke up at 3 a.m., he went to go piss. He walked right over Matt, and Matt was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Just he was kind of pre- he was kind of gatekeeping peeing. He was like, "Go pee later, bro. Why do you have to do it now?" I'm like, "Bro, you're already up. It does not matter." <clears throat> and I was like, "Yes, to pee." So he goes to pee. Um, Kyle was just asleep that whole time. He was just right next to them, but he just didn't wake up. And then in the morning, Matt already got up and he looked around. He didn't see Jevin. And then Kyle came in the room and he just he I think Matt just woke up before Kyle. That was it. Okay. And yeah, he's like, well, here's also, so Matt's in the girls' room and he's explaining this and they're like, no, we haven't seen Jevin. They're like, Wendy, you got up, you got up in the middle of the night to smoke. Do you, Wendy, you got up in the middle of the night to see Jevin. She's like, no, I went to smoke a cigarette. And then Kyle enters the room and they're like, and he's like, Kyle, you need to freaking knock. Okay. Like we could have been getting dressed. Matt didn't fucking knock. Matt just walked in. They like, no, that's not Kyle. true. They're You're like, wrong. Matt did knock. I do not remember him knocking. Matt, Matt specifically knocked. He knocked and he even said like, hey, is it... O-? He fully had a dialogue thing where he said, hey, is it okay if I come in? Okay, but the doors the doors open and like the girls are sitting no, the there door, dressed. The like and then was, they yell at him. Yeah, but the door was like closed before and then he just knocked. I think it was just the principle that Kyle's being a dick the whole time and he would be someone who would come in without knocking. Gosh. I Look, like, you're Whoa. looking into the things is that aren't as big of an day? issue. You're listening to the things that aren't as big of an issue, honestly, Kim. I'm, I'm as pissed as Kyle is. Like, is this fucking judgment day? You're attacking the the few things in the movie that make sense. That's not the things that we need to be attacking because that made perfect sense what happened there. I was following all I of guess. that. Whatever. She, so Jevin's got, fucking missing. No, and you're also missing a good part of that too, because when she said like knock before you come in a lady's room, he said, Show me a lady and I'll do some knocking. <laughs> and then Dick. and then she said, I could have been naked in here, and he's could and then he said, which would have put right uh, fuck, let me say it again. He said, which would have put me right off of breakfast. That's yeah, he did say that. He did say that. I did take note of that. That was hilarious. So they all realize Jevin's missing, and then Indy's in a dark room with nothing but a flashlight showing us, like as an audience, where she is. And I have no idea why that was happening because once it stops doing that, we see that she's in a fully lit room. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, let's back to those because like they all kind of split up to go find Jevin, but why was she by herself again? I, I don't know, Scooby Doo. Yeah, anyway, she ended up by herself, and yeah. Flies start buzzing, a lion starts growling. That's never explained throughout the entire movie. There's a growl. It happens, and then the what, baby, three times? The baby, yep, and then the baby cries, and then, like, the screen goes black. And clearly, like, something grabs her. 
And you're like, okay. But what, a lion? <laughs> I don't know. It was like a lion, and you hear the baby like, like way again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not following that. But they all get together. They all get together to talk about the scream they heard, and they go, we have to do something. And Jevin goes, shut the fuck up. I have to think. Or no, no, Kyle says Wait. that. <laughs> Kyle says, shut the fuck up. I have to think. And then he takes 10 seconds where it's literally just silence, and we're looking at him just looking off, and then he goes... <laughs> Alright, we're looking for both of them now. Let's go. And I was like, wait, it took you that long to think that you're just looking for one other long. person instead of... What are you talking about, dude? He's like, instead of just searching for Jevin, now we're searching for Jevin and Indy. Well, also, this theater's so small. Like, there's like three rooms in this theater. Like, it would not take you long to find so Like, there are literally three fucking rooms. No, there's no fucking way, dude. <laughs> so they're all hopping around trying to find Jevin and Indy. And then all of a sudden, Jevin just fucking, they're like, Fawn and uh, Kyle are back in like the theater area. Oh, before Jevin appears, Kyle and Fawn are like in the theater area. And there's like, Kyle starts to go upstairs to the balcony again, where Fawn like had her like freak out moment. And she's like, no, don't go up there. It's not safe. And he's like, I have to look up there. He's like, what did he say? I forget why. He's like, but stay right here. And I'm, she's like, no, I don't want to stay. I'm like, why do, why do you guys always try to make the girl stay alone? Yeah, I don't this know. This makes no sense. It, really, it never does. That's literally the most counterintuitive thing. Like, you should be in numbers. The last thing you should do is split up, actually, when you're in a dangerous situation. And the thing that the men are always doing when they do that, too, is they're always like, I'm here to protect you. You're my one goal and whatever. And then the first thing that they do is say, like, stay right here alone. <laughs> I'm stay like, right wait, here. what? I know. I'm like, you guys both just acknowledge that the two times people have gone missing, they've been by themselves. And then he's like, stay right here. It'll all be safe. <laughs> Which, surprisingly, she was fine because Jevin just, she turns around and he's standing behind her. And she's like, I found Jevin. Yeah, and he looks, back. like, very disoriented. And his face is, like, turning black. Yeah. Oh, no. His lips are blue. And he literally just has shitty blue makeup on his face. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's like they dabbed him with, like, some batter. Like, all right, go, go, go out. Exactly. Like, That's all they did. No, it's not like they did that. That is what they did. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Like, Jevin, where have you been? He's like, oh, like, I don't know. And they're like, all right, well, come on, man. Also, we never talked about earlier. Matt was talking to Indy, and she just keeps asking him questions. He just goes, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And she's like, can you say anything else? And he's like, I don't know. And then right now, real quick, like, Wendy's walking by with him, and she just says, I don't know at one point, and Matt's walking in the room, like, behind her, and he goes, hey, that's supposed to be my line. I didn't notice that. That's hilarious. <laughs> so That's hilarious, actually. Dude. I did not notice that, but I like that. Okay, so right now, guys, just think of everything we've talked about so far. That's an hour and 11 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. That's what's happened mm -hmm. in an hour and an hour, an hour in an hour and 11 minutes. Still 28 minutes left. Okay, so Kevin or Kyle might be gone. Indy might have been attacked by a lion, and then Kyle finds Jevin, and he has a... Oh, maybe it was Jevin that was gone. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was Jevin mm, that Jevin was, gone. was gone. Yeah. So Kyle finds Jevin. He has a voice changer on again, and then he looks blue. And then a few <laughs> minutes later, Jevin looks dead and has flies on him, like just laying off in like a fucking closet or something, right? But then he's yeah. back up walking again, the next scene. It makes no like, sense. Like he's dead, and then he's back, and then he's blue, and then he's blue, dead with flies on him, and then he's back walking again two minutes later. Like it all happens in the course of five minutes. It makes literally no sense. Okay. Well, he has flies on him, and then Kyle says that if he pisses him off again, he's gonna bend over and take a dump on his face. <laughs> like like a good older brother should. <laughs> and then Jevin immediately turns into like a ripped up 
ripped up like flesh face demon and then pops a pimple. Wait, he literally he turns around and then his face is like purple and red and like melting off. Yes. And he has a giant cyst that he literally squeezes and yep. like rips off his face and D- Dijon mustard squeezes out. Yep. And then and then Fawn finds Indy and then we just hear a tiger growl again or like a lion or something. But still, nothing. Yeah. we don't see anything. Nothing happens. Yeah. And at this point, it's like a parallel scenes where it's cutting back and forth to the, the professor, the teacher. And he like finally makes his way to like the Amityville mayor's. Look, let's just say, let's just say it exactly as it is, because we talked about it a little bit earlier. This is when we finally mm-hmm. find out the double cross, the whole thing. Turns out the mayor's been behind everything. The mayor's basically just the whole town. He's like the Wilson Fisk of Amityville, basically. Once a year they organize. Yeah. Once a year they sacrifice six souls to the devil for I really don't even know why but he knocks out Rupert Giles and then he wakes up handcuffed and this whole thing is so fucking ridiculous like he pretty much goes hey this is my whole plan this is what I've been doing for years this is all my plan I started it and I'm doing everything and then Rupert's like hey can you please let me go and then he goes ha 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 and he pulls out his gun and he goes to shoot him and then he just shoots his fucking his own security guard well, well, he pulls out a gun and Rupert Giles literally just goes, no, no, no. Like, if someone's about to shoot you, like, I don't know what I would do, but I would not just be like, no, no, no. And then he just fucking caps his fucking security guard behind him. And, and we, why? you watch the bullet but straight why? up go through the guy's head. why? Because he just revealed the town's secret and he was like, I'm going to let you go and no, let Kim, you save the... He revealed the town's secret, but the secret was being kept by him and he started it. Right, right. But in the town was in on it, so he had to kill the security guard because if the security guard now knows that he's telling this outsider the secret so what? he just killed him and he he decided to do the right thing and let him go no i think you're looking at this wrong he didn't have to do any no. of that he could have kept this going he could have kept him locked up and kept doing his whole thing but he randomly well had yeah a, he could have yes that's he, what i'm he saying he had a change of heart he didn't he had have a change to of fucking heart. kill him because he told him the story if he could have just killed giles and then he wouldn't have fucking known the story that's it well, well no he no he wanted giles to save the kid no that's, that's what i'm saying but why that doesn't make sense he started the fucking sacrifice he cha- because he's he had a doing change of rituals. heart he he's had a the change one of who's heart. trying to get thing like things to happen to the city he was sick of it. on his behalf and the devil's behalf he started it so why would he randomly out of nowhere he when giles says heart. please just fucking be like you know what i've had a change of heart this thing i've been doing for the past 30 years you've you've convinced me giles in this moment and then shoot his own security guard how does that make sense and let him go and let him go and he let him go to the, the he gave him the keys to the theater and let him go the things that you're okay with and aren't okay with in this is really fucking getting to me right now <laughs> i just kind of liked the way he capped his fucking security guard how the bullet no, like slow motion too. flew through the guy's head and like tomato juice spilled out i agree i love that guns are becoming a running theme in amityville it's fucking hilarious yeah, he but out, he straight up pulled out a 22 out of like his back pocket just like shut his fucking look i love that you're okay, telling me that but... wasn't awesome yes that's great and giles just goes no 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 it's just the logic behind it that i start to wonder about yeah i mean it doesn't make sense and then giles leaves the theater and then every person in the town of Amityville standing outside just staring at him. Okay, wait, but here's the baby part, too. During this whole thing, they explain the baby thing. This is the part I mold over, so you need to explain, because we were talking about this at the beginning, and I was like, I don't really remember the baby. Fawn had a twin baby. Her parents were involved with the Satan sacrifices. Mm. Mm. They sacrificed their original twin baby because it was born like 20 minutes before, so it was their firstborn. And I think they said... Fawn was supposed to be sacrificed after or something like that and then they were like no we like her so 18 years later they the devil set the house on fire while Fawn wasn't there you're right you're right 
It doesn't make sense, but I'm right. right. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. So the teacher now, Giles, is on a mad search to the theater to try to save the kids while the town is just, like, silently, like, walking after him. They're not even running after him. Giles is at the theater now, and it's the happening outside of the theater. (laughs) Everyone's just standing there. Who are those people, and why are they frozen outside of the haunted theater? (laughs) Outside of it. Outside no of the idea. theater, there's fucking 50 people standing there. Literally makes no sense. Waiting for Giles. Just waiting and watching. Look, I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. But anyway, Giles... M. Night Shyamalan directed this. 100%. And then Giles just walks inside of the theater, like literally just walks in. And then Matt walks sees in. it happen. He goes, hey, how'd you get inside? And he goes, it isn't important. But like, if you're trapped in this theater and your whole goal has been trying to get out, how come he just like... He just, like, mullies over it and doesn't press the situation. He's like, oh, okay, let's go do something else. Yeah, no, no idea. At this point, they're like, guys, we only have, like, five minutes of film left. Let's wrap this up. They're like, we can't explain. We can't try to, like, put any more dialogue in. We've already done three go, hours go, of go. it. Go, go, go. Yeah. We blew the 300K budget. Go, go. That's insane. So, finally, <sighs> Giles makes it into the theater room, and Fawn is just crying in a chair, not speaking, makeup all messed up. And then he turns around, and Kyle, Jevin, and Indy are all sitting in theater chairs with the voice changer on, and they go, <laughs> It's time for the six person sacrifice. And then Giles goes, nuh-uh, there's only five of us. And then a random guy with a reflective shirt just walks in the room, and they go, now it's six. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What do you mean? Some random ass dude. Now it's six. <laughs> dude, he's not in the movie ever. Not in the movie no. after. Just a Literally, random guy in a reflective shirt. They're like, there's another one. Another one. Another one. And then they all And just, then wait, and Giles they, dies. No, no. He turns around and they all just disappear. Doesn't he die? I thought he gets no. captured. No. I swear Giles goes, okay. like, somebody okay, grabs him at the end. Maybe at the end, he, but, like, okay. falls. but right here, they're all, like, about to say, like, hey, we're sacrificing the souls, but he just turns around and everyone disappears. It's just him and Fawn. And then Giles walks out with Fawn. He opens the door to all the frozen people standing there again, and then he goes, all right, Fawn, let's run through all of them. And then Fawn moves her hair. She shows her birthmark, which is what they talked right. about with the whole twin thing. They were like, oh, yeah, the twin had a birthmark. That was the only way you could tell the difference. And then she goes... It's Adrian. And then it ends. <laughs> and then she pulls him back into the theater, right? She pulls him back into and the he, end. Like, but here's yeah, the thing. Okay. Right. One kill in this. I'm not counting any of those fucking yeah. demon dudes. I'm not counting her Barely pulling him in. Kill. I'm not counting Fawn. I didn't fucking see anyone die except for that one dude that got shot in the face. And I guess... Literally. Oh, no, no. I was going to say maybe that dude that got his flashlight exploded in the beginning. Surveyor? But no, I still don't see that. I'm just giving it to yeah. the dude that got shot. One kill. And it was a hell of a kill. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. Pulls out the 22 fucking... So, yeah, in my eyes, one man was shot and died. (laughs) Literally one one kill at the last, like, 10 minutes. Oh, my fucking God. And no boobs in this. Mm -mm. We were starting to get boobs and guns, and then now we don't have boobs. We We still have guns, but we got flies flies back. Yeah, we got flies back. back? Yeah. (laughs) Flies are coming back. I like the gun theme, actually. I'm okay with the gun theme. I like the guns. Let's see more guns in Amityville movies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with this. <laughs> okay, so I got a couple. I have three letterbox reviews this time because I had a little fun oh, going gosh. off on these. Okay, so I think this person was a scary ghost or something like that on letterbox. They share my feelings mm-hmm. in this movie, but um, I don't. I, I think they like rated it a half star too high because they rated it okay. one star. You know, that's 
Oh, it's a little too high, but the review is there was so much going on in this story and none of it was remotely coherent or interesting. I like the hot goth lady who mysteriously lives in the abandoned theater and just sits around complaining about stuff for most of the movie. This was a difficult step on the long stairway to Amityville completion. Mm -hmm. It was a long step. Right there with you on on the long... It was a big step. Next up. And not in a good way. Next up, we have Ed, or D. Edward, who rated it half a star and said, I expected nothing, and I'm still disappointed. <laughs> and I share the same sentiment. Uh, fair. Fact. Fact. But my favorite was easily the three star and like from Dunk. What? This is from Dunk. Okay. D-U-N-C. This, this, is, this is my man, Dunk. If anyone listened to the Mirrors 2 episode with Bree, you would know that we found this guy, Augustine, who rates his movies 90% five stars. Dunk is the same person. <laughs> he, his this guy already re- sounds like... His review says, love acting. <laughs> what? doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> he also rated the Nightmare Remake five stars, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 five stars, Amityville Curse, and Haunting five stars. Somehow, though, he did rate Amityville Asylum a half star <laughs> on the same note. <laughs> which I'm, I have some look, questions for Dunk. Look, which I'm okay with Amityville Asylum being a half star, but in comparison to the but other things he rated. That, right. No, that's what's confusing. No, that doesn't make sense. We need to have a conversation with Dunk. We need to get him on the show. Amityville Toy Box, the Leprechaun remake, Halloween Kills, and then he rated Lamb five stars and said, what a boring piece of shit, you dumb motherfuckers. And I was like, wait, what? He gave it five stars and a like. Dunk. I have some questions. Wait, but then he rated American Wolf in London two and a half stars. Four Rooms, Wolf what? of Wall Street, Scarface are all the same. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't. Two and don't. a half stars. And then, what? And then Happy Gilmore, two stars. Everything, See, he has ba- to just be doing this as a joke. <laughs> Basically, most other things he's rated is five stars. Like, not too many bad ratings from Dunk. This has to be a joke. <sighs> okay, so... We're both rating this as low as we possibly can, right? Yeah, I, I can't give it a star. This is a thumbs a down. Thumbs down. I don't recommend this to anyone. <laughs> Literally no one. Not a single person. I would actually... Not my worst enemy. I would actually recommend that we get rid of every copy of this on the world and just take it out yeah, of circulation. Yeah, I agree. It needs to be... Out of, I don't even know how it's on Tubi, to be honest. And Tubi <laughs> has some dog shit, but like, I don't know how this is like streamable. Kim, Tubi has like 30 Tubi has like all the, this, but I don't know how this one is even like streamable. Like this one shouldn't be streamable. Like you should not be able to find this. The only way you should be able to find this is on MySpace. The worst thing is when you look up Amityville on Tubi, this is the first one that comes up. <laughs> I know. This This reminds me of one of those old MySpace movies. Remember those? People used to make. Kind of. This, yeah, this, was, this reminds me of like a MySpace movie for those of you that remember MySpace. Like some shit you would make on your like desktop. Like Nigerian Spider-Man or something like that? I don't know what that is, but sure. Okay. <laughs> everyone <laughs> everyone, go look up Nigerian Spider-Man on YouTube. It's the greatest Spider-Man movie ever. But pretty much, this is like you made at home. I don't understand. For like a class project. So Kim, we got a fuck, Mary kill. Okay. Intrigued. We got Kyle. Okay. We got Jevin. Okay. And we got Matt. Ooh. That's kind of hard. <laughs> I am going to, I'm going to kill Jevin because his name's Jevin. That's the only reason why I'm killing Jevin. Accurate. He's not even the worst. It's just the name thing. Yeah. I'm actually going to fuck Kyle and marry Matt because <laughs> Matt's nice. 
Kyle's hilarious, but like I don't want to kill him. You would get yeah. I was gonna say wrong because at least Kyle's a little more entertaining. But you know what, Matt's like the the only like nice. somewhat doable person in here and kyle would just like get on your anyone's fucking nerves so fast anyone's fucking nerves anyone's fucking nerves he is the worst that's my merry fuck kill okay so uh before we end this off i have an email from um a miss cheyenne so uh a, a fucking sincerely cheyenne actually but it says caleb and kim your discussion on kids slash cuties was everything I have ever needed. I've never seen cuties, but kids was a pivotal movie for me when I was young. It is absolutely the reason why I had my first drink at 13 and my first trip at 15. Maybe those are the issues that we had with kids. That's exactly what we were right. saying. It shouldn't. Like, we were like, we hope it doesn't do this to kids. But right. apparently if it's doing that to kids, all of the um, all of the holdbacks that we had are definitely very true. Cheyenne, you just you just hit the nail on the head. You like proved our point. You just you proved drove it all home. our points. You literally just acknowledged that kids is the reason why you did drugs and drink for the first time. That's so wrong, but Holy so funny. Shit. That's when you know the movie holds weight. <laughs> It goes on to say, I previously worked in a middle school, and this is absolutely our generation of today, and we can't act like some of us um, did this when we were younger. I think she meant to say didn't do this when we were younger. Didn't do this, um, yeah. Both movies are disturbing and not saying I condone it whatsoever, but your discussion hit the nail on the head for me. I like how you just said hit the nail on the head. <laughs> um, thank you for this insight. You truly rock, and I'm so glad I'd, uh, to know people feel the same as I do. Um, P.S. I'm a little new to the Patreon podcast. Love you guys and James and everyone else who helps you. Caleb, your podcast and morbid keeps me happy during the week. Sincerely, Cheyenne. Cheyenne, that's a really cool email, and I love that. Oh I love that you like were specifically talking to me and Kim in this, but you still gave like James and like Ash and Elena a shout out with that too. You know, you're keeping it keeping the family yeah. involved. I like that. Fam. I like that. Yeah. I like Shout that. out to Cheyenne. That's an awesome fucking email. That's a good insight because for a long time when me and you first did that episode, so cute, I, I'm sure a lot of people don't know about it, but Cuties had just came out mm -hmm. and I was like, dude, everyone's talking about this. It's a weird fucking movie. I was like, I just watched it and I'm horrified. We got to talk about it. And then you were like, Kim was like, oh, well, there's also this movie called Kids and we need to fucking talk about that thing too and like put it in together because it seemed like they might be kind of similar. So I'm like, okay, we do both of them. But I was doing like a, I was trying to do like a subscription box thing at the time, merch box thing which failed terribly it's such a fucking terrible idea it sucks if you guys are doing a podcast and you're thinking about doing a merch box one day just don't fucking do it they're the worst mm -mm. um but i had like little usb things and i was like all right i'll do like little secret episodes that are just on these for the merch boxes so probably only like three people heard it or something and then eventually i found the episode again i put it on patreon because i was like okay like not many people heard this i think this was a good discussion it was like three hours long mm -hmm. or something too we watched two movies for it yeah. like yeah we did. we did a lot for that episode so i finally put it out so we didn't get like much feedback or interaction from it for that reason but now i'm i am glad that people are starting to listen to that episode now and check it out now and like we're getting some feedback and insight because yeah. i was always one this that was exactly what those are the questions that me and kim had like was anyone affected by this <laughs> literally dude i'm so happy yeah shout to cheyenne because i'm happy that you went back and like actually found that episode and listened to it because for all the other patreons if you're ever looking for there's so many episodes that's probably one of our best episodes because like we covered so much we had so many questions too for listeners that like we probably would want to actually answer but like no one probably fucking listened that's a good point too because she said she's new to the patreon and there's like 200 patreon episodes or something like that up and the fact yeah, that they lot. found kids very early on and that was the one like yeah that, that's fucking awesome it's really cool yeah so if you guys are looking for a patreon episode that's not horror related yeah there is one it kind of is though honestly 
Yeah, it is horrific in a different way. <laughs> but anyway, if you guys enjoy the show, leave a five star review because it helps a lot. It helps us get on the Spotify charts because I don't fucking know how those things work. There's five star or I mean, there's ratings on iTunes now and I would prefer some five stars. If you want to rate it somewhere else, I mean, that's fine, too. But, you know, leave some ratings and, uh, you know, leave some five stars on iTunes, too, because we are a chart topping show. Want to stay on those charts. Keep us on the charts. You know, five stars help. Uh, listens help too. I think it more has to do with that. I don't think, see if you even think it's ratings, but give us some ratings. Uh, if you guys like the show and want extra content, go check out the Patreon. Like we just said, there's like fucking like hundreds of episodes, polls, movie commentary, full bonus episodes, kids and cuties. Uh, this month is the movie Veronica that I mentioned earlier with my buddy James, released in 2017. And there's extra Amityville based content. Kim is around for some of those. She's going to be on some more because we're going to get that extra Amityville. And you know what I'm saying, Kim? Yeah, baby. Yeah, no, baby. Fuck you. Oh, yeah fuck maybe we'll, we should do like because you know some of these are definitely like not copyrighted to the point where we'll get like flagged for it we should do like some watch throughs right. together on some of these and yeah. like you know like put that out as like some patreon content or something because you know there's i think it was haunting i watched that completely and uploaded it and no one gave yeah. a shit i didn't get flagged or anything for it yeah down i'm sure this would have been one of those too we this would have probably been yeah. so much more fun if we watched this together because i was miserable watching this on my own yeah this was really hard to watch alone <laughs> So, really difficult. so, content, the entire backlog of all Suck Your Blood episodes is like 20. That's the vampire show I do with James. All the old ones, they're only available on Patreon. Improvised horror movies. Me, James, and Kim did one. Me and my buddy Brett did Hot Snakes, some other stuff like that. And you can pick movies for us <laughs> to discuss on the show. Much more. Bunch of stuff. Um, shout out to The Ruined Podcast. Um, they're the first horror podcast to ever exist in the world. And I know that because this one person DM me on the horse soup podcast and said that when I made scream, I was ripping off ruined. They came out like a month or two before we released scream. So shout out to ruined for being the first horror podcast ever to exist. They came out about a year and a half ago, I think, or something like that. A couple months before scream, um, shout out to that person who messaged me on my other podcast page, this podcast, the one that's like a three-year-old now shout out ruins the first horror podcast ever no one's ever done it like them shout out ruined <laughs> and um, shout out um ruined. also just uh but like legitimately shout out them out though because they are a cool podcast and i messaged them about I was the whole... say, if anything it led us to a new podcast no yeah i, me- I listened to them after they were cool and then i messaged them about it and they thought it was funny so literally like go check out ruin just because yeah. of that i wouldn't have really known who they were if it wasn't for that person trying to say that i'm a piece of shit for ripping them off um <laughs> I don't get the logic Literally with you, person. Ripped but, uh, you to shreds. It's like you piece of shit. How the fuck can you rip them off? <laughs> how are you gonna talk about a horror movie on a podcast like it hasn't been going on for eight years now, at least? Three, yeah, but there are like three overlapping movies that are like. Bro, the horror show's been going for like I think like seven, eight years now or something. I'm like, okay, my show's my shit's like three years old. <sighs> Ruined, I think, is like a year and a half or two years. Screams like the same amount, like a little bit less, obviously, because I ripped them off. But I'm like, bro. People have been doing this way before, buddy. I do appreciate their loyalty, though. Like, I hope I I hope that horror suit fans aren't out there like wait, yelling wait. at people, but no, like, Kim. I hope that loyalty's there. <laughs> they didn't even follow Ruined. Oh, I don't think okay, they even mind. knew who they were. They just saw a horror podcast that came out before Scream, and they were yes. like, "You piece of shit." They were just it, there's so many people that just look for things there's, to call out. So it was Kyle. It was obviously Kyle. <laughs> it was definitely Kyle. He was like, "You're freaking gay, dude, and you jocked Ruined." <laughs> He's like, oh, is it Judgment Day? <laughs> is it Judgment Day? Okay. Anyway, and also shout out uh, Girl That's Scary because uh, my friend Cleveland Devante, Mr. Sir, put me onto them recently. They're really cool. I like their show. So shout out. 
Go check it out. Go check. I think you would really like Shut them too, Kim. You should go check them out. Shout out to also the horror show because they're awesome, even though everybody knows them. Yeah, I feel like I've been getting a lot of horror show shouts lately, but honestly, like, can't stop shouting out the horror show enough because I love those dudes. They were the ones that made me realize that I could just say that actors are ugly and call people stupid the way that I want to. I didn't realize you could do that on a podcast before the horror show. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was just, people fucking suck. And I was like, oh, I could just say people suck and people will hate me. Okay, cool. Like, cause I like saying people <laughs> suck. So mm-hmm. shout out mm-hmm. the horror show. Mm-hmm. Um, shout, shout out Kim. Out. Shout out Kim. Thank you. And uh, Thank all the you. plugs, uh, follow us on Instagram at horror soup. If you go on the horror soup page, you'll find Kim there. She's like Kim underscore shady with like Y's and stuff like that and letters and other stuffs. TikTok at Horse Soup, Letterboxd at Horse Soup, and Kim underscore Shady, why, why, why? Kim underscore Shady 23. 23. Kim underscore Shady 23. Follow my Twitter at Horse Soup Sucks, um, and any inquiries to HorseSoupYahoo.com. Horse Soup on YouTube, Cameo at Horse Soup. Thank you to Tom, the Mute Members Only Club, for music, and Ross Lee, also for music. And uh, shout out um, whoever is making Amityville Bigfoot and Thanksgiving. Mainly no. Thanksgiving, though. Shout out Amityville Thanksgiving. I, I love Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hey, look, we're in a Thanksgiving setting right now. If you're watching the Patreon video, it looks like Thanksgiving in here. See? So it's like, yeah, shut up. Unless it's Eli Roth. Fuck that. And he's still not fucking making that. So until he makes that, we're going to have to take the Amityville Thanksgiving. There's a turkey on the cover, Kim. You got to admit, that's pretty awesome. If there's an actual turkey involved, that's going to be pretty sweet. It's kind of cool, but like, I don't want to take 30 fucking Amityvilles to get there. Okay, here's the thing. Oh, if I'm okay with making, uh, um, like, you know switching it around for thanksgiving like if that one comes out and it's thanksgiving time like you know november of this year because i think it's coming out this year we could do amityville thanksgiving this year hopefully i'll be long gone by then i'm very (laughs) interested in that one i don't want to wait i don't want to go through 50 to see amityville thanksgiving and i don't think i don't think there's any we've realized at this point there's no plot continuation throughout these yeah no so i mean us doing these in chronological right now is just us doing it to do it really yeah I'll be uh, sure to jet out by then. No, you won't be, but uh, uh, Kim loves you guys. <laughs> I love Kim. Kim loves me. Kim loves Amityville. We love Amityville. Shout out, guys. Shout out. <laughs> All right, TTYL. You're gay, dude. What is it, Judgment Day? You are the gayest <laughs> monster. Facts. Bye. Bye. He rubs up, baby, Give me horse give me, give me horse give it, give it horse soup. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and lick out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup. Give it, give it. Horse soup, horse soup. Horse soup. We'll keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy is low, you know what to do. Simply double on down some of this spooky stew. The wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Rubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse.
Give it, 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 give it,